Hello, I'm Chris Neeland, host of a new podcast, Cult Brand Secrets, brought to you by The Gathering and Evergreen Podcasts. The Gathering is a Forbes top-rated business summit and a masterclass for brand and business leaders looking to reap the benefits of cult-like adoration. Each year, The Gathering brings together disruptors from around the globe to learn from and to celebrate the leaders behind iconic brands like Marvel, Skittles, Beats by Dre, Yeti, and the Dallas Cowboys. For the first time ever, this podcast will give you access to some of the exclusive business leader learnings from the gathering's past events. I'm excited to introduce you to MJ. You know, she currently serves as the Director of Inclusive Marketing and Marketing Excellence at Microsoft. There, she is pioneering inclusive marketing strategies within product and service development, as well as customer and employee experiences, and also multicultural advertising. As you're soon going to hear, MJ talks masterfully about authenticity and brand purpose. She is so eloquent and competent that she has been covered in publications like Forbes and by the ANA. We were thrilled when she agreed to speak at the gathering last year, and she is so amazing that she's on a very short list of speakers that we invited back to speak for a second appearance. Just prior to her presentation last year, MJ had recently finished a six-month internal fellowship as the Director of Strategy and Innovation within Microsoft Garage to build public safety and justice solutions that will create a more safe, just, and equitable society for everyone. She published the Marketing with a Purpose course and a playbook that can enable anyone, no matter what your role is in your company, to build a more trusted customer experience. She's a global speaker and a guest lecturer, redefining innovation to empower everyone to design the best collective future. Just have a listen and see if she can inspire you to step up and to do more and to be better. They've accomplished what they have. My name is MJ De Palma. My pronouns are she, her, they, and them. And for those of you who cannot see, I am a white woman with short blonde hair styled in a pompadour with a black jacket and a button-down shirt and some gold shoes. I am so honored to be here today to talk to you about marketing with purpose, how brands can build our best collective future. I've been with Microsoft for almost 10 years and in the marketing and advertising industry for, for almost 20. And I'm just so honored to share a little bit about my journey and our journey at Microsoft Advertising and how we've been looking to study how trust can help brands create our best collective future and how inclusion, if at all, had any role in playing a trusted customer experience. So our society, our world in this lifetime, not left to the next generation, is our opportunity as brands to create a world for us to be happy about living in, to feel good about, not left to the next generation to figure out. This is our time. It's our opportunity to build 
a world that we want to live in. So I'm going to share how to do that. But before I do, I want to share with you a little bit about how this all came about. And I think all of us can agree that this past year has been one of the most challenging times of all of our lives, from economic uncertainty to healthcare concerns, to racial inequality, and to the acute awareness of how inclusion can play a better role in creating a better world. And so I want to share one great solution, what we discovered on our journey that has been helping us step up and help our clients recover, respond, and reimagine their advertising and their entire business in a time where I believe that great problems push us to create great solutions. And I think we have one solution that can help all of us. The demand of how brands need to show up for people is getting clearer. And what people are demanding of brands is getting bolder. And one guiding principle where everything begins is purpose. We found in our research at Microsoft Advertising that companies that lead with purpose are more trusted and loved. It helps them endure and thrive through tough times because it inspires loyal connections with their employees, their communities, and their customers. Purpose fuels a genuine human connection through shared meaning. No matter what hat you have on, as an employee, as a customer, as a business decision maker, whether you're in B2B or B2C, it doesn't matter. As human beings, we want our time on this planet to count. And I think we found a way to do that. And so having a clear brand purpose leads to authenticity by design. And authenticity found in our research is the number one brand attribute to building that trust. And so don't wait, get energized around this. Find your purpose. What is your brand purpose? Examine it. Is it as true today as when it was written? The definition of purpose is the reason for which something is done or created, or for which something exists. What is your company's purpose? What is your purpose on this planet? Why do you exist? Look at that. Is it aligned to what your purpose is and what your passion is? Because the world is at an inflection point. It's time for us to get to the very core purpose of what a modern corporation and what it means for the world going forward. That is what the world is demanding of us right now. And so what is your journey to value purpose? I'm gonna share a little bit about how I found my passion, which allowed me to find my purpose and what my role is today. And so I wanna introduce this concept of the domino effect. One phrase said, one word said, even things that are told in imagery can change one life. And that life can change so many. That was my story. It was about seven years ago, I came back to Microsoft. And at the time we had a new CEO and I worked for a line of business called Microsoft Advertising. And we had a new leader as well. His name was Rick Vanderkoy. And he came out on stage to introduce himself for the first time to all of us. There was about a thousand employees at the time. And he walked out, a tall white man, 
on a huge stage, much to what I'm standing in today. Now, this stage is much more beautiful, but still a huge production. And he walked out to this image of a Latina woman sitting on a Harley. It made me key in. What white man would walk out to a woman on a Harley? He said some welcoming remarks. And then he said about 17 words that later on I would realize started to change my life. He said, no matter what gender, ethnicity, or sexual orientation you are, you belong here and you have a role to play. I started to feel an emotion that in that moment I realized I expected not to be seen completely. I covered part of me in order to be successful. That word, that phrase, sexual orientation, is never said from a stage that large and that large of a company, but it was that day. And from that moment on, I started to share my real ideas, to feel really valued. When I came back to Microsoft and when Rick said those words, I got some pretty cool hair, yes, that's true. But the point is, is I started to do the best work of my life because I didn't waste all that energy being something that I wasn't and that I could put that into the work that I was passionate about. And at the time, I led the global webcast channel for Microsoft advertising, reaching as many people as I could with education, empowering people. I wanted to help people. But I quickly realized, how can I make this, what happened to me, work for so many others? How could I make inclusion be that innovator for brands? And then some phrase, another phrase was said that was incredible. And it was, how do we consider the vast dimensions of diversity? What if the genius of Stephen Hawkins, the vision of Maya Angelou, the creativity of David Bowie, the leadership of Dr. Martin Luther King, or the brilliance of an Amanda Gorman was recognized more often in each one of us. What if we had deliberate curiosity about our colleagues more often, about our customers? What kind of new medicines, products, services could we create if we understood people better, if we valued that diversity? That is the opportunity here. Now, the human, I would say, experience is complicated. What makes up our personality are varying dimensions of diversity, not like the gender, ethnicity, sexual orientation, the, the basic three. There's varying degrees of, of, of dimensions like inherent, cultural, organizational, behavioral. And all of those are an opportunity for us as business leaders to learn about others and connect authentically and to make people feel like we get them. So much so that we make them feel we must be one of them. And so proximity, getting close to people and understanding them gives you empathy. And empathy gives you insight. And that insight drives innovation. We often talk about inclusion. But what kind of insight is the one that you're really looking for that's going to drive innovation? It's exclusion. Uncovering exclusions help us innovate for impact, 
how somebody is not included in a product, service, or experience is going to help us step into a gap that needs to be filled. And inclusive approaches to business report three times higher levels of innovation along with better decision-making. So our best collective future is at hand, and brands can use their platform to do so. But it all starts with purpose. And to level set with all of you, our purpose at Microsoft is to empower every person in every organization on the planet to achieve more. And that happens to be aligned to my passion and my purpose, is to help others and to be inclusive, is baked into our purpose. And so one other phrase, this domino effect, I heard our CEO say, don't work for Microsoft. Make Microsoft work for you. And that hit me hard. Again, I came back to this idea of, well, often we talk about diversity and inclusion inside of a company. How do we take that and apply that externally in the expression of our products, our services, and our, our experiences? And then that's when my role started to take shape. It's to empower marketers. It's to empower businesses with an inclusive approach to innovate. And that creates the opportunity for shared meaning and to co-author a trusted relationship between brands and customers. And that's no different between companies and employees. We ourselves are customers, right? And th these are an example of how we can build more connection points with people, knowing our brand values, understanding people's abilities, all of that allows us to build more trusted customer experiences. 85% of people say they only would consider a brand if they trust it. This is according to our research. And we did two research studies that Marketing with Purpose is based on. One is the trust drivers for brands, and the other is the psychology of inclusion and the effects in advertising. And this is the result of both those studies. It came to light. We call this the loyalty curve, that there are specific actions and attributes that brands, if they authentically express them in responsibility, values, and inclusion, can achieve loyalty. And you can think of responsibility as those things that are probably more governed by laws than not, like privacy, transparency, supports ethical practices, accessibility. And then we move into more of this stage of brand love, where we begin to see these shared values, uh, proactively solves the issues if products uh, and, or services don't deliver. It's called integrity, right? And, and just doing what you say you're gonna do delivers on the promises of a product. And then last but not least, moving into this area of loyalty is this idea of inclusion, is genuine and authentic, and is a brand for someone like me. And so, Marketing with Purpose is based on three core building blocks that we uncovered of trust. It's all the things that, as, as a business, we should be responsible for. It's being a responsible steward of the customer experience and those shared values and inclusion that creates an authentic connection. So marketing with purpose is really the difference between creating a customer for a day and a customer for life. And so 
what is the risk of not paying attention to this? Besides not co-creating the world we all want to live in, if you don't take this seriously, unless you have guardrails in place to protect trust and act responsibly, gosh, we cover a lot of this in our research and how to activate this in our course, but trust is lost in buckets and gained in drops. And so we need to start with the role of responsibility to understand how to create that baseline of a relationship to begin that co-authored relationship with people because it creates growth through building trusted brand experiences. And so 63% have said that they stopped purchasing from a brand because they lost trust. And out of those people, 69% of them would never purchase from a brand again. And that is huge numbers. And so this is about doing the right thing, delivering on your selling promises, and also rooting out those inauthentic brand experiences. And again, that's where your purpose comes in, that guiding North Star, authenticity by design. And so I want to bring us to a very important topic. And so don't tune out here. This is about accessible marketing, which is responsible marketing. This is a huge opportunity to serve a part of the world that is an enormous part of, of our culture that often gets overlooked. There's 1.2 billion people in the world who have a disability, according to the UN and World Health Organization. $3.2 trillion in annual spend. But when you consider the friends and family of those people, it quickly becomes 2.3 billion people and a 6.9 trillion spend annually. Now, I wanna invite you to this concept of called the persona spectrum from the inclusive design uh, principles. And it, and it goes like this. Often I hear brands say, well, if I design just for permanent disability, I'm gonna reach a small niche population. Well, consider this. For people who either lost an appendage or are born without one every year in the United States, it's about 26,000 people. But when you add, say, a torn rotator cuff or um, a broken arm, it's about 13 million people that go through an injury like that. And then a newborn baby. So there's uh, about 8 million new parents every year in the United States. Well, when you add all of that up, that's 21 million people. Now for me, if I'm walking my dog, <laughs> I only have use of one arm as well because my dog pulls me like crazy. And so the same with texting, SMS, do you know that was designed for people with disabilities originally? We all use it. Captioning for video, designed for people with disabilities. But often we find ourselves using, ca using captioning when it's in a noisy environment or even if the language that it's in is our second language. And so I invite you to learn the principles of accessible marketing to reach more people. Who wouldn't wanna reach more customers? And I will make the argument in a little bit that it's not just resonating with people with disabilities or their friends and family, but many of us with the value of inclusion. And I have research to back that up. So now onto the, the role of values, which also creates growth through building trusted brand experiences. One of our first studies we did in 2019 came to the conclusion that people will buy from brands that stand for something larger than just their products when it aligns to people's values. Let that sink in. 
That's incredible. That started us down this path of wanting to do more research. And there's some third-party research points here that is just incredible as well. 80% of people believe brands should play a role in solving societal problems. That's from the Edelman Trust Barometer, a really important point here. 60% of millennials and Gen Z express preference for brands and support a social cause. 92% of consumers say they have a more positive image of a company when the company supports a social or environmental issues. Now, when you couple that with 88% of people want brands to step up on sustainable lifestyles and help them improve their environmental and social footprint in daily life, and you think about this, that people stop purchasing from brands when it didn't align to their values, it is evident that this is the time for brands to step up and take a stand, not be a wallflower. I think the risk here is playing it safe and to know what you stand for, what your brand values are, and express that in your customer experiences. Which brings me to this incredible example, the Xbox Adaptive Controller. For those of you who do not know, the Xbox team, a group of employees, sought to understand the gaming experience of people with disabilities. And as a result, they produced the Xbox Adaptive Controller. It's a controller for the Xbox console that allowed people with disabilities uh, to be able to game easier. But the team did not stop there. They actually designed an accessible package, uh, a box that you can open with one pull. I don't know about any of you out there, but I know I have had complete frustration with trying to open packaging myself, let alone having a, a physical challenge. And so I want to play a clip of a gamer. He's known as No Hands, No Excuses. And he really describes this trusted customer experience. I'm gonna let him speak for himself. Use my knife to cut one piece of tape and the box just opened. I have, I get packages all the time. Okay, not all the time, but I get a lot of packages and nobody has ever sent me anything. Nobody has ever sent me anything except Xbox when they sent me the Xbox Adaptive Controller a while back that made me think they thought of me when they designed the bloody box it was wrapped up in. That is how amazingly inclusive I feel that Xbox has been with everything that they have done to make this console, to make gaming, literally for everybody. Incredible, right? That is what a trusted customer experience sounds like. So finally, the role of inclusion. People want inclusion, not just to be included. The act of inclusion is ensuring you build a trusted brand experience end to end that properly reflects people, their values in a genuine and authentic way that serves their needs and that drives growth. It's not just about doing multicultural marketing. It goes much deeper than that. And you need to think about what you market, who you market to, and how you market with an inclusive lens. We share the inclusive activation model in a free course that we produced. It's called the Marketing with Purpose course. And it has a companion playbook as well. And 
we have so many stats to back up the tactics behind what we recommend. We concluded in this study that the psychology of inclusion and the effects in advertising, which you'll likely find extremely eye-opening also in the playbook, our research uncovered that brands representing diversity in their ads are more authentic and more trustworthy. And this is true no matter what gender or ethnicity. It's a really important piece of research. Now, also, uh, one of the most important, I would say, pieces of data is that 72% of respondents in our survey stated that they are more likely to support brands that are authentic in their advertising. So intrinsically, being inclusive helps us be authentic. And so achieving that status, ensuring people feel seen and heard and understood so that you are genuine and authentic is where purpose is critical, again. And marketing with purpose insights can guide you. Now, from our research, inclusive advertising done authentically feels like connection. And this is an important point. And family, right? So it produces two main feelings in people, joy and trust. And now, Underlying the two main feelings of joy and trust, there's nine feelings of inclusion. And this is important because as marketers, we can look at our products, our experiences, our services, and ask, how do they bring clarity? How do they bring acceptance and confidence and relief? This is not, ma this is not about making it up. This is about being true to your brand and product truths. It's about genuinely highlighting how they make people feel safe, which is that one feeling that is aligned to trust. And so inclusive advertising also, we proved, increases purchase intent. So these feelings that I just talked about can help drive action in people because people want to buy from brands that are inclusive. Now we studied Tommy Hilfiger as our brand in this study because they had an incredible collection of creative. They had one person in an ad, multiple people in an ad, different dimensions of diversity. And what did we find? 23 point increase in purchase intent. That's an incredible thing. Normally marketers are happy with a couple points of increase in purchase intent. This is 23 points. Now, Hiding in the data is an incredible insight that I want to share with you. I've spoken all over the world on inclusive marketing. CMOs, CEOs, daily doers who are managing campaigns, they say, you know, is the opportunity only with that niche audience that is featured in the ad? Well, guess what? Our respondents in this survey, in this survey only 10% of them identified as having a disability but every person in this ad scene has a disability. So 90% did not have a disability, yet we get this 23-point lift. And so this idea of inclusion demonstrated drives purchase intent. It's an incredible takeaway. And no matter what gender or ethnicity, the same was true. A 26-point lift for women, an 18-point lift for men, 38-point lift for white and an 11-point lift for ethnic minorities. Which brings me to the words we use and the images that we choose matter. In our research, we uncovered three metaphors 
for inclusion that brands can use in a genuine and authentic way, of course, to signal inclusion, and that is connection, openness, and balance. You can think of uh, connection like family. Consider the following words as language-based cues in your ad copy, your advertising, content marketing that indicates inclusion by building that sense of connection. Now, openness, openness, you can think of it like open-mindedness. In this metaphor, when a brand can come across as open, this indicates a sense of inclusion, and this is the sense that the brand will be pushing boundaries to be open-minded and exploratory, that they don't hold back. And balance, which is about ensuring that everyone is represented equally, that no one person stands out more important than anyone else. That's what equity is about. So these 50 words are in English. This, this study was in the United States. But I can invite you, if you're advertising or marketing in another language, look at the spirit of these words and find equivalents and test them. I think that there are human universal truths of wanting to connect, wanting to be part of a family, and that being open allows that and being balanced allows that as well. Last but not least, I want to invite all the brands out there. We all have platforms. We have the power to tell stories that can change the world. These stories can be told in an ad, or this story can be told in the end-to-end customer experience. And so inclusive storytelling, I, I, I charge all of us, can change the world. Now, I met this woman. Her name is Gloria Collett Keller. She is a Hollywood director and a producer. She's an incredible, creative, incredible mind. Um, she's directed One Day at a Time for many, many seasons. And it's an incredible television show about Cuban immigrants. And she and I were talking and she shared this concept that uh, she attributes to a woman named Fabiana Rodriguez. And she is a, uh, an artist and a social activist. And what Gloria said is that Fabriana believes that art can change culture and that art can, in time, change policy. And so Gloria gave me this incredible example of this uh, television show back in the 50s that launched called I Love Lucy. If some of you don't know it, you should look it up. It's really a wonderful show. Uh, I Love Lucy. Lucy was married to a Cuban immigrant, Ricky Ricardo. And at the time... 1951, uh, Latin immigrants were not welcomed in the United States. It was a very tough cultural state that the United States, I would say, um, not too far off from where we are sometimes today. But that's the power that we have. Is Gloria shared that Fabriana said, it takes about 10 years to change culture, to change policy. And about 10, 10 years after this, this television show launched, Uh, Cuban immigrants and Latin immigrants were welcomed. They were welcomed and the sentiment completely changed. And so I said, let me take a look at what I know. Let's test this theory. And so I came out in the 90s. Uh, The gay 90s was a thing. And so the gay sentiment in the 90s, there was a huge anti-gay sentiment. There was don't ask, don't tell. The AIDS epidemic uh, was attributed to actually being gay. They were saying, you know, AIDS was caused by actually being gay, which was incredibly 
false. Um, and that sexual orientation discrimination in the workplace was not prohibited. Uh, and so I took a look at Ellen DeGeneres around 1997. She came out. And what happened to her in her career? She completely lost her job. She could not work for a long time. And at the same time, Will and Grace, there was that show that was out with uh, a, gay, a gay main character. And I just started to look at what are the stories and the narratives. There were so many humanizing the LGBTQI plus community. And what happened roughly 10 years later? Don't Ask, Don't Tell was repealed, and the very first Marriage Equality Act passed in New York State in 2011. So, this brings me to the Microsoft Surface commercial, a narrative of bringing in real uh, human beings telling their own story. So, Katie Sowers is an out lesbian NFL coach. I'm going to play a 30-second spot for you to see, and then we're going to come back. I wrote this a long time ago. I don't know how old I was. I hope someday I will be on a real football team. I'm Katie Sowers, offensive assistant coach for the San Francisco 49ers. Whoa, whoa, hold it. I'm not just here to be the token female. I'm here to help us win. The Surface Pro helps me get what's in my head and get it out onto the field. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. I would want to tell this little girl to keep pushing yourself. Your dream's coming. Let's go, let's run it again, run it again, let's go. So when this spot aired, it was during an NFL wildcard game between the San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks. And right after the spot aired, the camera cut to a female NFL referee on the field, Sarah Thomas, the first full-time female referee in NFL history. And most recently to officiate the Super Bowl game in 2021. And then, the camera cut to Katie Sowers coaching on the sideline with the NFL broadcaster, who also happened to be a woman, saying, I am so glad my daughter is watching and is old enough to know how significant this is. So, what narratives will you tell? What stories will you choose to tell as a brand? What domino effect will you have? What lives could you change with the stories that you choose to tell as a brand? We have the power to build our best collective future. And so marketing with purpose, one, people want the truth and transparency. That is our responsibility. People want equitable experiences, not just compliance. They want, people, they want brands to go above and beyond the loss and just to do better. People want brands that take a stand, not just play it safe. And people want positive impact products. And last but not least, people want inclusion, real genuine inclusion that make them feel like you're a brand for someone like me. Not just to be included in an, in, in an image, in a checkbox. That is what people want. Yes, and so, our best collective future, I think, is at hand, and it all depends on completing each day on purpose. Each one of us, every employee of every business out there can make an impact. And so I invite you to join us on this journey of learning 
So all of us have the power, 100% of us, to power this best collective future. Thank you so much. Welcome change agents to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary, yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts. I am so grateful for companies like Microsoft that employ people like MJ, who's doing this noble work. I agree with the quote that MJ shared from Microsoft CEO about the world being at an inflection point. The way that business was done previously will not be how business is done going forward, at least not for the most successful companies. There will always be mediocre businesses that manage to scrape by, but the brands that we honor and that we aspire to become like will not just be financially successful. They will be culturally and socially significant and responsible. They will make our lives better. Some will focus on big, ambitious things like saving the planet, and others will cater to very small tribes of customers or employees and provide them with a greater sense of belonging. Others still will find unique ways to educate us or to entertain us or to just bring us more joy. Regardless of how big or small your brand purpose is, the most important thing is that your brand should exist to do more than just make profit. Profit-centric brands will always be bested by brands focused on prosperity, which includes profits, plus a whole lot of other desirable benefits. The brands that we celebrate annually at the gathering and the companies that I enjoy consulting with most are filled with leaders who are committed to building more than just a profitable company. They want to reap the benefits of achieving cult-like status. And MJ told us that often after she's done speaking, her attendees will say, you know, I'm going to completely change the way that we do business because you clearly outlined the way to make a business more impactful by making the world a better place. I hope that is your takeaway after listening to her today. Until next time. Once again, this is your host, Chris Neeland, and you've been listening to Cult Brand Secrets, where we explore the great speakers and insights shared at The Gathering, a Forbes top-rated business summit. Learn more about The Gathering at cultgathering.com. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please rate and review us on your podcast app. It really helps. Cult Brand Secrets is a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Learn more about our podcast at evergreenpodcast.com. Special thanks to Connor Standish and Laura Winter for their assistance in making this podcast possible. Also, I'd like to thank our producer and audio engineer, William Pritz, as well as executive producers David Moss and Bridget Coyne. 
I'm your host, Chris Nealon. Thanks for listening. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert, Warren Buffett, once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.